Hey, Gay Space fam, it's Mike. Uh, Tracy and I are still on vacation. However, in light of Canada's Drag Race Season 2 being announced last week and the cast being shown, we wanted to bring you another older episode that's remastered. So this time, we're bringing you Brooklyn Heights, the first time she was on. Um, so yeah, enjoy this, and uh, don't worry, we'll be back with new episodes next week. Make sure to follow us, and uh, that's it. Bye! Three, two, one, zero, and lift off! Hey, can I come in? Yeah, welcome back to my hole. I mean, gay space. Oh, I'm going to stay over here 6,000 miles away. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, here we are How again. Are you? I'm contemplating murder. How are you? Oh, murder. Um, I'm good. I'm murder. trying to keep busy, um, but I'm happy to be back here with you at okay. gay space. Yes, gay space. <laughs> uh, well, we have a very... Very exciting guest today. Who is it? Her name is Brooklyn Heights, the queen of the <laughs> North. Oh Hi, Season 11, Canadian born like bacon. <laughs> Here we are. Hello to the two of you and all 11 of your viewers. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> just My mom belt. is so happy to hear your voice. <laughs> And those, four of those are Mike's cats. Yeah. 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 And That's one our of full them, viewership base. One of them is that guy that keeps buying me shots at the bar when I work. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm fabulous. You know, just trying to make it through. How right. is how is life in quarantine for you? It's fine. You know, I've been I've been okay. I'm kind of a I'm kind of a lone wolf a lot of the times anyway, so it hasn't been horrible for me, but I'm definitely ready for it to be over. Like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm having a little bit of quarantine guilt that I'm not getting more accomplished in like writing a musical or (laughs) (laughs) a one woman show. So you haven't been sewing like crazy? No, I hate sewing. Oh, Oh. God. I'm not a big fan of it either. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I, again, I feel like a horrible drag queen because I don't, I can sew and I have, like, I've obviously sewn stuff for myself before, but I just, it's not something I enjoy doing. Right. Yeah. So, well, I mean, if you can find someone who does something better, you might as well I'm, take I'm advantage. Helping the economy. <laughs> there we go. Support your local LGBT artists, please. Uh, there you go. <laughs> How have uh, you been keeping busy? Um, uh, watching a lot of Netflix. I've been watching this great show called The Midwife, which is like about, super boring and about midwives in East London in the 1950s. Riveting <laughs> <laughs> stuff. Well, um, <laughs> been watching that. And then like every night at like midnight, I'll take myself for a quarantine walk. Oh, okay. yeah. Cause like, like I live in Midtown and Midtown is like a ghost town right now. So literally there's nobody on the streets and I go like late at night when there's really nobody out. And I just go for a long, like four mile walk by myself. Oh, that's nice. I live by the airport and I have not heard planes in a couple days. So I'm either missing them or they're just not as many coming through like they used to. So it's very strange here. It is very, it's a very weird time. Absolutely. Um, 
<laughs> I forgot what I my question was. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, so you showed us before we got on um, your cat. Are you yes. enjoying spending time with, it's a him, right? With Henry, yes. He doesn't, okay. um, I actually have two of them. The other one's hiding somewhere. Um, they're both, oh, okay. um, uh, they don't know what to do because I, I haven't been home this much in like two years probably. Oh gosh! Do they <laughs> so like please go away? Yeah, yeah. Do your. I was gonna say, do your cats do that thing like my dog, where they're like, "Why are you in my house so much? Uh, don't you have a job anymore or something?" Yeah. Like, I need yeah. my space. They're very, <laughs> I think they're enjoying having me around, though. They're very like lovey social cats. So, oh, that's oh, nice. Well, that's good. Yeah. Mike has five cats. Five Ooh, cats. You leave my cats alone, please. <laughs> <laughs> they're not all mine. I got, I'm with, my boyfriend had three cats and I had two, oh, so we okay. couldn't get rid of them when we moved in, but we live in a big house, so there's plenty yeah, your of room. House is big. You don't know that the cats are here, so. No, you don't smell cat. It's great. <laughs> Do you have any men in your life? Distance Sorry. men? Do you have any men? Um, not, nothing serious. Like, I have a few I'm, like, talking to. I feel like I have, like, three Instagram relationships going on. Oh, isn't that the best, like... Uh, you could just, just talk to them, and then when you're done, you could just like, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, it's very that. Like, like we've met a couple times, but they all live in different places, and like, yeah, one of those things that like you just, I'm just never in the same place as the people I tend to catch feelings for, which is usually probably why I catch feelings for them in the first place. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I don't like the guy that treats me like heaven. I want yeah, the right? big, like <laughs> I want the big dick asshole. <laughs> Every time. Obviously, people want to know about Drag Race, but we want to know, kind of give your backstory a little bit, um, kind of growing up in Canada, what was it like coming out, that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I grew up in Toronto. I lived there for 18 years. Um, and I went to, I was kind of exposed, I started getting exposed to gay culture probably around my second year of high school when uh, I started going to the ballot, the National Ballet School of Canada which was downtown, Ooh. right in the heart of the gay village. So I literally had to walk by all of the bars and all of the clubs, like, every day, like, on my way to school, on my way home and everything. So that was my first kind of taste of gay life. Um, I grew up very religious. So, yeah, my parents were, like, thrilled when I came out, but they didn't disown me or anything, which was nice of them. <laughs> That's good. It's always a positive. Yeah, it took them a while to come around. Um, I think you're doing okay right now anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, think I, I somewhat made them proud, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What, do you, what is the difference that you see in Canadian LGBT culture as opposed to right down here in the middle of the Bible Belt? <laughs> right, right down here? Right down here, baby. <laughs> um, honestly, I find people in the South more dramatic. You don't have a fainting couch? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is about the South, but just I find people a lot more dramatic down here. Mm-hmm. Like, especially like the like just being at the bar, being around at the LGBTQ plus community, like ev- like everything's a big drama. Like and everyone's involved in everyone's big drama, and it's all. Oh my god! Drama. Yes. Like, do you find that it's a thing here? And I, yes. I know they're like, I don't care. And also, why are you telling me? Like. <laughs> <laughs> down here it's a big it's a big show like you have, to have everybody wants the show oh yeah it's a big like all of like 
And I found it especially on Thursday nights, whenever I would be in, in there on Thursday nights, like changing for my dinner show at Susie Wong. Mm-hmm. And all the, oh, yeah. all the kings and femme queens were coming in and out. There, I, Oh, there was always some huge, you would not believe what she said to me last week. Or can you? It was always some like. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it's not just them. It was definitely like everybody, like just, it just always like stupid relationship stuff or just, just dumb shit. So I find people a little bit more dramatic down in the South. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I love that you see that because I see it and I'm like, who the fuck cares? What are you, what you're doing? Like, I don't care who you're dating right now. Like, I really don't. It was weird because like on the flip side of that, like our, like being a playmate and being on cast, we were, we had such a good group of girls and we were mm-hmm. so undramatic. Like there, we definitely like had beef with each other at times and stuff, but it always got squashed very quickly. And you yeah. Should- Usually in a very like professional adult way. <laughs> 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 there were times. <laughs> it usually got it usually got like dealt with very like professionally. Um, and like without screaming. <laughs> right. You know, sometimes you gotta raise your voice a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> there was always one person who would do the screaming and <laughs> we won't name names. Lily. Lily. <laughs> oh my God. So how did you get into ballet? Um, I didn't have anything else that I was good at. I was in I think I was like 14 years old and I was um I was at uh, musical I was at an arts high school for musical theater, which is mm-hmm. really funny because I can't sing. So I, I always tell everybody that they, I think they just took one look at me in the audition and they were like, we can't send this kid to a normal high school. Who's gonna <laughs> really quick. So oh my God. Accepted me and then um, I kind of started doing dance classes while I was there and it kind of rolled on from there. Do you nice. think that ballet has played like a huge part in your drag career other than like the dancing and stuff, but like stage oh, presence sure. and yeah. Like just being able to go on point and do all the shit I, I can do as really, that, mm-hmm. I would not have the career I have today if it wasn't for ballet. That's mm-hmm. sure. That one uh, runway that real quick into drag race, that one runway you did, uh, was it the mummy? Oh yeah. Were yeah. you a mummy? That was mm-hmm. fucking sick. Like, Oh, yeah. that was just so fucking cool. The yeah. way that, yeah, that like, cause funny. no one else does, does that. Nobody else is doing that still. So, I mean, it's great. I, yeah, it was, it was a fun thing I did that kind of set me apart. I'm just, I'm, I'm glad I, I kind of got there first. Yeah. Else. Yeah. I remember being, I don't think you were, let's see. No, you weren't at the watch party, but like when you came out, I mean, it just like erupted. Like it was louder in tribe than it's ever been before when you were walking down the runway on your point. It was great. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get involved with the, uh, forgive me, the men's ballet organization? What is the official? <laughs> Let's call it the men's ballet organization. Okay. <laughs> great. The MBO, if you will. Yeah. Part of the Mo. men's ballet organization. The Ballet de Monte Carlo. That's the one. See, very similar name. Yeah, very similar. Um, I got involved with them. I remember being at ballet school and I saw a DVD of theirs and I was like infatuated by it. I was like, I have to like see this. I have to be a part of this. This is amazing. So um, I um, I always kind of kept it in the back of my mind. And then when it came time for me to start looking for jobs and stuff, 
I think I was in mm-hmm. South Africa. I, well, actually, I auditioned for them when I was 18. And they wanted to hire me, but because they were a U.S. company and I was a Canadian citizen, they're like, we can't get you a work visa if you have no work experience. So go away for a couple years and get some experience, and then we can get you a work visa. So then I moved to South Africa and worked there for a couple years, and then went back and joined Ballet Trocadero. But it was always what I kind of knew I wanted to do. I knew I was never going to have like a conventional ballet career or ballet job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never really fit in that mold. What was something that you did with ballet that was that was just so like really fun and interesting and different than opposed to like a normal nutcracker suite kind of thing? Um, well, we just got to we got to travel all over the world. Like we were basically a touring ballet company. We were on the road probably 10 months of the year. So I've traveled all over Asia, all over Europe, all over North America, all over South America, um, which has been incredible. I uh, got to perform for uh princess caroline of monaco and carl lagerfeld oh wow go to like, <laughs> yeah that was really cool and like monte and monte carlo which was really fun and like bougie that's what it's we that's so fancy here so oh. that's so fancy, it was really fancy. <laughs> we, and yeah we're just gonna do like cool shit like that it was awesome that's really awesome i yeah. love that um i mean that's just so Wow. I'm sure you have so many. What's your favorite country you were performing in? My favorite country, I love South Africa, just because I used to live there, and it's just so beautiful. Does everyone look like Charlize Theron, or is that just a myth? Um, close. <laughs> like, they're, they're, like, just South Africans in general are just beautiful. Like, they're called, yeah. like, yeah. It's, it's just, and like the, I think my th- favorite thing about it though is the landscape. Like it's just so like naturally a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, so I love South Africa. I love, um, I love Europe. I love London. I love, oh, like yes. the big cities in Europe, like London, France, London and France. I love France. It's such a great city. Um, <laughs> one of the greatest, really. Uh, really, like, one of my top cities. I love Tokyo. Tokyo is another like. Top oh city. yes, I have a client that um, he travels to Tokyo every every other month for his job or whatever, and every time he goes, he just tells me all about it. And I'm like, oh god, I can't fucking wait to go. Awesome. It just sounds amazing. The entire landscape and everything about it. It's, it's like another world. It really is. Like you feel like you're in another universe. It's so everything is very, very foreign and cool. Honestly, my favorite thing about Tokyo is going to their convenience stores. Oh yeah. That's what he was saying. Oh. It's just the coolest stuff. Why? <laughs> it's just every, like you can just get anything there. You can get like really good, like pasta dishes and like, it's just crazy. Oh. Like <laughs> it, it's anything you want is there. Anything <laughs> you could like possibly think of it's there. And it's delicious. <laughs> And then they're all in vending machines, correct? Like <laughs> you can buy like underwear and like a new dress shirt in a vending machine. Oh, wow! <laughs> well, look at there. Oh my god, I love it. Um, <laughs> you never of, know. You never know when you're going to need a fresh pair of panties. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of cities, um, what brought you to Nashville? <sighs> Great question. Uh, I won when I won Miss Continental in 2014, Joey and Todd and Dee Dee, Joey and Todd are the owners of Play Nashville mm-hmm. and Dee Dee, our show director, were at the pageant and they invited me down for the weekend to come perform. I think it was in like November of 2014. So I said, yeah, sure. And so I came down and then they offered me a job. That's amazing. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay. 
Have you done a lot of pageants before that, before Miss Continental? No, Miss. I had done entertainer of. I had done like small bar pageants in, in Toronto, mm-hmm. but like as far as big pageants go, I had done entertainer of the year in twenty. 13 and then a month late I was first runner up there and a month later I went into Continental and I was oh my god Continental when National Lopez won and then I went back the next year and won it so that's amazing like that's, that's a incredible. big big fucking deal right there yeah it was it was nuts I, and it's just it's so funny looking back at it because I had no fucking clue what I was <laughs> doing. <laughs> but I really though I, I just didn't like it, it's like when I'm. It's like when I got into the National Ballet School of Canada. I got in like after a, like doing ballet for maybe like six months, and I didn't know oh what God. I was doing. But I guess they saw potential, so they let me in. And then when I won Miss Continental, I really was like a bona fide newcomer. Like I, that- I had been doing drag maybe like professionally for two years. I looked crazy. <laughs> I, I didn't like. I still didn't know how to do my makeup. Like I, I didn't know anything really, mm-hmm. and like I didn't have a, like it was just nuts. But I I put a good package together and I went and won it. And then I was it was just weird looking back because like people like strive their whole life to win it and spend thousands upon thousands of dollars. And I went in with like a I, I like I never I only had like I did a, a number my black swan number with me and like one other person. And then I did like one other like small production number. I didn't. I didn't put a lot of effort into it. Oh, wow. You're just effortless. <laughs> just stunning the <laughs> entire I time. I'm guilty that I won. I'm like, oh. I, I just didn't even like, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go do this pageant. Sounds fun. I feel like I feel like the vibe I always got from you was like you're just so super laid back that like you just go with the flow and like what happens happens. Yeah. But like you're so effortless when you do things that it's like, fuck that bitch. She's so good and I hate her. <laughs> How did you learn to do makeup? Oh trial a long it's a long road of trial and error. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still error. Girl, well, same. I've been doing I've been doing makeup now for 14 years probably, and I like I'm only like even I even look at myself pictures from a year ago. I'm like, what the fuck am I? What, what the fuck is my makeup doing? Like, I, I still, and I I get so frustrated when I see these little fucking bitches who are like 20 years old and they're just perfect. I I. I don't get why they're so pretty. Like you why? need to go through your ugly phase, like the fucking rest of us. <laughs> like they just skip, they skip that ugly busted stage that I went through for like a fucking decade and got away with it because I was talented. <laughs> I'm still in my ugly phase. <laughs> you know, I was looking at your Instagram. You, you're looking good. Thanks, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting in the effort. Really, I mean, if you really sit and focus can really change the way everything goes Absolutely. and but, and if you're not in a bad place anymore mentally that helps too yeah i just i'm always well i'm always changing my look i'm always trying new things i love it's one of my favorite things about craig is you always like there's a new trick to always try and mm-hmm. i but i just, at the end of the day i have to remember like i'll get mad because i'm like oh this bitch is prettier that bitch is prettier and i'm like oh yeah i'm a six three man in a wig of course they're yeah. they're literally like a hundred pounds soaking wet and like half of my size. But you're I think you're not giving yourself as much credit as you need to because you're beautiful 
as you are. And then when you put that makeup on top of it, it's like, oh my God, okay. You just have a really great bone structure, so it just works for you. It's the inside. (laughs) It's from the beauty is from the inside, from my bones. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to use that. Yes, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) From my bones. I saw a thing one time and it was like, isn't it so strange that like, you know, everybody is made up of just meat and bone. And when you lay the meat on top of a bone a certain way, people are more, are considered more beautiful. (laughs) It's like, oh, we are just fat, fleshy things with a skeleton on the inside. Yeah, but then you can can change the shape of your meat. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Change the shape of your meat. (laughs) That's our new (laughs) podcast name. Welcome to Change change Your Meat. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like it's, like it's been a very like uh, I just like pictures from when I came to Nashville, and I thought like I was a playmate, like I thought I was it, I was Miss Continental. I was so busted. <laughs> oh, and just you couldn't tell me I wasn't though. Uh, no, there's something about drag queen confidence that like oh. they should bottle that shit. They really should. Like, you just can't tell. Like, sometimes you just can't tell a drag queen. They're- no. I saw a picture that came up on my, like, memories of something the other day. And, like, one of my eyebrows was here. Uh-huh. And the other one was at a normal. So I looked like I was asking a question the whole time. But like, <laughs> but, like, I thought I was hot fucking shit and couldn't understand why I wasn't getting anywhere. Yeah. I just, I just like... I just look like dirt. Like I look dirty. Like my, you know, when your makeup just looks dirty. Like, when that, the con- <laughs> like that light, too light contour, like down through here, touch your like, eyebrow. Yeah. Like too dark. And like my, like, I, I don't know what, I, I don't think I was using prosade yet for my eyebrows. So like I was just using spear gum. So you can still like fully see my giant caterpillar bro- like brows. And my brows were like. <laughs> it was just, oh, it was, oh, God. oh, it was just so bad. God, Have you ever I, considered shaving off your eyebrows? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I've considered it. I've thought about it. But I mean, I think part of my appeal to people is that I I make a good transformation from a man into a woman. A mm-hmm. and also like I have a like I have a lot of face. Like if these were gone, like <laughs> you'd be an alien. It would be very like cancer patient speak. <laughs> it's not really. I, I feel you on that. I look like a thumb. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, slash like naked mole rat. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but some people can do it and they look like high fashion and like sleek. I would just look not well. <laughs> I am unwell right now. <laughs> <laughs> not well, bitch. Yeah. Not well, bitch. Not well. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, let's get to what everybody wants to hear. Let's talk yeah. about RuPaul's Drag Race. Da 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 da. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're going to ask a couple questions that are very random. You can give as much detail as you're allowed to, or none at all. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, what? Let's start at the beginning. What was your first impression? Or no, Mike, you have the question, right? Yes. Or am I? I'm asking um, out of turn. Sorry. <laughs> You are. How fucking dare you? Um, <laughs> what was your like preparation like for, and how many times did you audition? Okay, um, I auditioned three times. Okay. Um, and preparation, like uh, as in terms in terms of like 
getting ready to go on the show. Yeah. So getting ready to go on the show. I don't even remember how much time they gave us. I think it kind of varies each year. Um, I just remember being in like a blind panic. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> that part I remember very clearly. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, just like, and it, oh, I, I remember like the, my, t- a lot of time was during drag con. Just oh, okay. like every wig stylist, every gay drag designer was already fucking busy with drag con. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was, yeah. Um, what was your first impression when you got there and you walked into the workroom? Oh my God. I was just so, I couldn't like believe that I was there. It, <laughs> yeah. was, it was just so surreal, like to see it, like and just be on that side of it and just like, see it from the, from the angle of like all the camera people and everyone just standing there that you don't see when you're watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was, um, it was very, it was very cool. Very strange. Um, just super exciting though. Like I'd worked, it, this had been a goal of mine for like 10 years and I'd worked mm-hmm. really hard to get here. So it was really cool. So that you were a big so- fan of the show then? Yeah, I was a big fan of the show and I was also a very big fan of what the show could do for your career. And what it's done mm-hmm. for people, like, because, like, it's hard. I mean, in drag, it's not easy to to get places. There's no, no, it's really not. However, I do think though that RuPaul has really opened up the outlet for everything else. I mean, absolutely. Like, the show has become such a cultural phenomenon and such a it's part of mainstream like pop culture now. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird because I remember like going to bars when I first started going out when I was 18 and you know, it was probably 3 years before Drag Race started and just like those queens filling the club, but like when you left, you know, you would see them all leave without looking like themselves. Like they like snuck out almost because it was yeah. still kind of taboo or, you know, talking to guys if you said that you like drag, they were very turned off quickly or mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff, which is, and now that girl, I'm not even on the fucking show. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> like, you could put a mop on a broom and they will be trying to fuck that thing. I'm like, can we not? <laughs> can you Absolutely. leave me alone? <laughs> it's really, it's really changed the game. So, I mean, I wanted to, and I saw that and I was like, and I love like doing drag is what I love. Like I love my job. And I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this for a living, like I need to, find a way to really make it worthwhile. Cause I didn't, I like, I wanted to like go somewhere with it and I get, yeah. Easily. So that's kind of started my whole like drag journey, like um, getting, that's why like I, that's why I took the job down in Nashville is because I was like, if I get to the States, then I get my work visa and then I can apply for a green card. And then I have an actual like legitimate chance of being on the show. So that was, yeah. Like, drag race was always kind of my like end game. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you miss having like, Speaking of play, do you miss having like that set schedule or do you work better as a here and there, do what I want kind of thing? Um, I don't, I, it was, play was really such an incredible job. And I mean, it turned me into the, the drag queen I am today. It, it really mm-hmm. polished me up and I learned so much from working there and so much from the other girls. But I, I like by the time I was, my I've been there for four years, I believe, and I was I was ready to to to, to do something else. I don't yeah. have, like with the same thing day in and day out, and yeah, it kind of became monotonous for me, and it kind of I just kind of became like lazy and uninspired, and I was just going through the motions by the end. It felt, and I didn't I didn't want that to happen, and I I love 
I love the girls and I love the owners so much. And I just yeah. wanted to leave like on a good note. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it. I mean, it is hard to do the, what is it? 30 something songs a week. I mean, that's wild. But yeah, at the same was, time, it was a it, lot, especially when you're like a dancing queen. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that I, don't cardio. I don't dance. Yeah, but then I, I, I was a step toucher with a kick here and there. <laughs> Why are you calling me out like this? <laughs> no, but like I was going to say, you know, we always say like queens that we know that don't work there, that haven't done those shows and don't do 30 numbers. And they're like, oh my God, it's so much. But then when you do them, you're like, oh, it's really not that terrible. No, it wasn't. It Once wasn't you get that. into this, but it, it can lead to and monotony. It, yeah, completely. But you also like the upside of it is it's a real like, legit job i mean mm-hmm. like four days a week i made great money i yeah i went into work i clocked in i clocked out i got a paycheck every two weeks i was treated like a human being and like a professional mm-hmm. I oh i i can't speak highly enough about them i they've done yeah. very so many nice things for me and like i just i adore them like i love working there it's such yeah. a great opportunity and they really do care like they really do care and they really want you to uh, go forward and do what you want to do. It was really like the best of all worlds for me because a, like, all, like I had the stability of that great job and we had a nice stage and we had a, like dressing rooms and like where you could keep your drag. That was another really cool thing for me is that I got to go into work, get in drag and then mm-hmm. I could leave it there and I could come home. Yeah. So I love that. Um, but I also, what else? I for- completely forgot what it was going <laughs> to I saw the train station. I remember. I remember. I love them. Like, they were really good with letting you book out. Oh, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. Dee Dee, like, I I don't think once in the – I worked out – I booked out a lot, and a lot of it was on short notice. I don't think I remember one time where I would go to Dee Dee and she would not let me off. Yeah. Um, Cool job, and then if you didn't want to work, you were like, I don't want to come into work. I want to go work somewhere else today or I just I'm gonna go on vacation for two weeks and she'd be like cool yeah I mean because like the good thing about that is is you know they're so they they like everybody so much and they want everyone to be successful and make money but they also have a handful of girls that they can count on and they can trust because of the way they treat everyone exactly so like you know it's not a problem to fill in for people completely yeah It it was a really great a great um time there and I'm very thankful for them yeah all right now that we've blown, now that we've kissed yeah, a lot of ass I think we get plays taints oh yeah well <laughs> Joey Joey listens so we, I don't know, know. <laughs> thank you for my job I know I love him I love him so much I love um, I love I love Joey I love Todd Oh God, Todd is just, they're just, all of them are just so great. Um, Back to drag race. Uh, (laughs) As you two chit chat, I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, cool. Um, um, Do you, what was your favorite challenge on the show? Oh God. Um, I really, I'm trying to think which weeks I, I, I was just like having fun. The first mm-hmm. week, I, I I had a good time because I had to make that outfit, and that was cute. Um, oh, right. That was the detox outfit. That was cute. Basically, oh, yeah. anything that was not an acting challenge, 
I was okay. great. <laughs> <laughs> so weeks I was I had fun week one, week two and three was not enjoying myself so much. Um, and then I went back to enjoying myself until snatch game. And then I enjoyed myself again until the end, basically. Well, girl, that lip sync for Snatch Game is, I mean, it's iconic. What's it like to have something that, like, you can go on Twitter and see a gif of um, that at any given point in the day? Like, what is that like? It's very cool. I mean, I, like, I was really, I was really happy with that week because... Like obviously, it was such a it was such a funny week because it started off obviously so terribly, like mm-hmm. was like a horrible horrible week. And then as soon as the runway happened, it kind of everything turned around for me. And even though I was still on the bottom, it was still a great it was still great TV. Like oh my god, moment. And it, I all I all I really wanted like winning winning would have been great, but it wasn't my be all and end all because I I watched the, the show and I pay attention and it's not mm-hmm. about winning. It's about being memorable and people liking you and relating to you. And that's what, that's what yeah. makes people fall in love with you. So as soon like I had just, I had wanted just one of those moments that was like a drag race, herstory, like, I hey, girl, you fucking got it. <laughs> <laughs> got him. I got two actually, like I got, I got that, the reveal thingy. And then I got my, yes. my untucked, yes. me drunk and untucked. Yeah. Oh my God. The burying yourself in the couch. Yeah. Yeah. I think I sent that GIF to someone yesterday, actually. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, my favorite. That was actually probably my favorite runway look was the farm to runway. A because I was so comfortable. I wasn't tucked. I didn't have pads on. Oh. They, that outfit. I I was just like easy breezy, and I was just having like I was so comfortable and. <laughs> Filming take, and filming takes a long time. So like mm-hmm. comfortable and drag. Like if you have that blessing, it's just like, thank you. Oh yeah. There's yeah. nothing better than like sweatpants under a dress. So no one can see the rest of it. <laughs> there you go. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Do you still a, go ahead? I was going to say, I did an interview the other day and I had to be in drag and um, it was just, just the top and it was the best. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's nice when you can do like half drag. Oh yeah, I w- I mean I was shaped like Big Ange, but it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean you're in full face now, so we appreciate exactly. the effort. It's a yeah. little chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you still keep in contact with girls from the season? A few, yeah. Um, I talked to Plastique. Um, fairly regularly nobody like a lot a lot i talked to plastique like fairly regularly me and banshee text pretty regularly nina mm-hmm. occasionally oh i love nina yeah <laughs> those three are like the main ones i like talk to a lot and like silky also like once in a while but like mm-hmm. the other girls like once once in a blue moon or like not at all mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, a lot of girls <laughs> it's also people that like you know, you didn't know, probably didn't know beforehand. Exactly. Like, you know, you're, you're all, you're all kind of forced into the situation together. And then all of a sudden you're like supposed to be best friends. <laughs> right? Like it's and like it's, a weird summer camp situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like there's no animosity, but like, it's just like some people you keep in touch with and some people you don't, I don't, yeah. have, there's no ill will towards anybody. And if I see them, I'm always happy to see them, but it's just mm-hmm. like a, Let's talk about the time. I also don't, 
there's really nobody in my life or there's maybe like I can count on one hand the amount of people in my life I talk to like on a very regular, regular. Yeah. So I'm just not that person. I have noticed with like quarantining and stuff, I've talked to a few more people that I don't normally talk to like, like bar friends, I guess I would say a few of them have reached out and it's kind of like, Oh my God. Yeah. I forget that I see you during the week, but it is nice to hear from you. Yeah. Too. But it's never anyone that I'm like actively looking to talk to. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. I was, we had a very, we had a very weird season. Like, (laughs) just like, I look at I look at season twelve and they all seem to just be like really lo- like each other. They do. Like, I feel like it's... they have that. <laughs> like I just feel like there was our season was very like clicky and like not not what they seem to just be like. Yeah, we love everybody, and I'm like. Oh. <laughs> I want a bitch I'm from Chicago moment to happen with this season 12 group. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're just, they're, but there's been some drama, but it's, there's been like no like big, I feel like we had like big weird drama over nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking drag queens, man. They always, there's always yeah. some drama somewhere. Well, when they put you in a bubble like that and you, those are the only people you can talk to, like, yeah, exactly. You're going to disagree on things. And yeah. But I mean, we, we made some good TV and that's what it's all about. Yeah. I love it. Um, what, uh, let's see. I, what is a challenge that you, uh, wish you could redo or would you leave it the same? Mm. Huh. I mean, I, I guess I wish I could redo snatch game, but I also sort of don't. I mean, it was such a, it, it turned out so good in the end. Like, oh my god! It was the outcome of it was just so good. I yeah. yeah like, also, it would, it would be nice to know. Like, it would be nice to like remember like being good at it. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> but I also feel like people people also like with that show in reality TV. Like, if you do too well, people also don't like you. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> like, because like, you set a really high standard. I lied of like fucking up and doing really well. <laughs> Like, and unless I guess you're like Bianca Del Rio who just did well all the time. Yeah. Like, I guess that's not really true. I don't know. I'm probably just overanalyzing it, but yeah, I would have probably, if I could redo snatch game and like, no, I was going to be really good at it, then I would do it. But if I was just yeah. going to do it and just be fine, then I would just keep it the same. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I don't, I don't even remember your snatch game being that terrible. I know it was awkward because when they edit stuff, they can make it more awkward. So yeah, it was that's how. Bad. It That's what really, I got. Really she said, well, it was pretty bad. So <laughs> it wasn't, I didn't like Nina's actually backed me up with this. She's like, I'll never admit this publicly, but you're, you're, you're I was just like, I was there. Your snatch game wasn't horrible. Like she, wasn't, I, she was like, it wasn't great, but it was not like horrible. And that's what she said. And I, I didn't like, like I was going for it. I was doing my best. And that was, yeah. like, and that was like my, not my first choice of people to do. So, Oh, yeah, I was. So I, were your choices? I wanted, do, I wanted to do Sarah Huckabee Sanders, but Nina had already done it in the musical, so. Oh. Yeah, and then I wanted. Yeah. Oh God, it, I hate her. Yeah, I hate her so, like, so much. It was one of those things. It just kind of, it just kind of worked out like that. But I like, I don't know. I actually, you know what challenge I would, I would redo. I would redo the final one. Oh, really? Yeah, the music video slash rock. Oh, yeah. Okay. They didn't like me at all that week. And that, that really sucks. I really hated that. The fact that I had done very, like, really well all season 
besides mm-hmm. like, minor hiccups, but I like really redeemed myself from those hiccups. And mm-hmm. then, like, at the very last episode, it was like a bad episode for me. So I went yeah. into the finale with kind of this like funk hanging over me more than anybody. So right. yeah. I didn't like that. So I wish I could, I really, I really wish I could like go back and redo my outfit, redo like my lyrics. I just redo everything. Yeah, that's fair. Um, would you, what's that waiting period like? Like you obviously you finish the show and then you f- film the finale later. Is that like, are you just like analyzing every bit of it? Or are you just like, I've moved on and then you come back to it when the, you film the finale? It's hard because I mean, it's depending on how long, I, again, every season is different, but I think we had about almost a year from when we, or it was about like, yeah, I, I don't even remember. It was around that time from when we finished to when we did the finale. And like, it's fine for all the other girls because they're done. They're chill. They're like, it's just the finale. Mm-hmm. But like, I was still in the competition. Like, right. You so, were, it was you, Evie, who were the other two? And Akira. That's right. That's right. Wow. Yeah. It was, so it was, I didn't, I didn't let it stress me out that much. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I kind of had a feeling I wasn't going to win anyway. Mm-hmm. So, does that take the pressure off of you when you know that you're not going to? But or does it make it like disappointing? I wasn't disappointed because I wanted to. I I I just wanted to like get on the show and I wanted to do well and be able to like represent my country well and mm-hmm. be a career out of that for myself. So yeah. winning, I mean, winning was not, and you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Was, you definitely did. <laughs> winning was not my, I have to win or all of this was for nothing. Like I was just so grateful to be there and be able to experience it and do it and blaze some trails for other Canadian drag queens and shit. So Absolutely. I wasn't, I was just like, like win or lose. I knew I was going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't really worried about it. And I think I just really wanted to get like talked to. So I think, I, I think I honestly, like after my, that first lip sync at the finale and it was like, I beat still and I went on to the final round. I was like, Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I did <Got> it. it. <laughs> Whatever. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And you, and you also just pay attention. Like I, you like, while the season's happening, you pay attention to what's happening online. You pay attention to mm-hmm. how the fans are going and who'd like, and I knew, I just knew like when Evie walked in the workroom, I was like, Oh, she's going to be at the top. Like, right. She was, it was such, she was so different than everybody else in the workroom. I'm like, there's no way they're getting rid of the weirdo. No, they love a weirdo. <laughs> I, I, weirdo. I agree. I love a weirdo. I don't, I, I mean, she was so cool. And she like, she really earned her her place there. She was so weird and different and like unique. And mm-hmm. I think, um, and we've never, and if you look at every winner, every winner is very unique and different. There's never like two winners that you're like, well, we've seen that before. Right. Yeah. Nobody's like the same style. And I love, I agree with that. That's great. Like, yeah. I think she was, she was diversity very, is the best. Like, she was, she's, yeah, we certainly diverse. <laughs> It's a great word for yeah. her. <laughs> she is <deeper>. very <laughs> much so. She's very much diverse. So yeah, I, I was very happy for her, and and I like and you just watch and see how people are going and like the direction, and everyone else seemed to really want her to win. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I mean so. that was the general consensus here. Like even though you were the hometown girl, we were all like, Evie's got it. <laughs> yeah. But that didn't stop me from wearing my Brooklyn Heights shirt every day. 
<laughs> I disagree. I thought you were going to win. So whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice to know my yeah. hometown wasn't even rooting for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love <laughs> that. Your final <laughs> lip sync look was so good. I Cause it's become like RuPaul's reveal race and you was, it was so tongue in cheek. So I loved it. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I was like, there's like after last year, I was like, okay, the reveal, like every reveal has been done. So I was like, what am I going to do? So I, I just, yeah. Again, and I like, I don't know. I'm not, I, I don't pride myself on being the most creative person alive. But when I, <laughs> when I came up with that, I was like, oh, that's cute. That's like a cute little, like. I, I love when people kind of take things, you know, and they're like, they fuck with it a little bit instead of it being like an actual reveal. It's like, here it comes. You ready? Here it comes. <laughs> Get ready. Coming. Yeah, like, I, I love I had that cool. The first looks like I had that point shoe reveal. Like I oh yeah, revealed those shoes into those other shoes. That one I was very proud of. That one was very cool. That was cool. I forgot about that. Damn it. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. So that was a cool moment. So yeah, it was just it was just fun. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. Do you have any? Yeah. <laughs> do you have any advice for girls who are like auditioning now? And is it? I mean, what would you say to someone who's going to audition or something like that? Oh God! Um, be yourself, and <laughs> like just like be you. Like, just like you know what? Like just do you. Be yeah. you. You're a star. Be yourself and fucking do you. Which <laughs> <laughs> sounds so cliche, but literally that's like what you should do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, you should follow the instructions that they give you because they're there for a reason. So follow the video instructions that you're given, and then be. Just be yourself. Be like as natural as you possibly can and just be you because they're just, they're not looking for people they've had before. They're looking for someone new and exciting and they want to get mm-hmm. to fall in love with you. So you just have to be open and be relaxed and obviously be good at drag or sometimes, <laughs> or sometimes not. Or yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what? Just show up in jeans every day. Yeah, Fuck with them a little bit. You know, you know, like personality. I mean, look at, and that's my favorite thing about the show is like getting to see somebody, getting introduced to some of these girls you have never heard of. Like, like from, for instance, from this season, Heidi in the Closet. Or I just, love her Heidi. so much. We love Heidi. And we love Heidi. And no one had ever heard of Heidi. She was, she's from the middle of nowhere. Like, <laughs> like, and that's not a read on her. She's just, she's like a small town queen. And, but that's what I love about the show is that it takes these girls from like nowhere who don't, who don't get a lot of exposure and it gives, it really gives, it changes their life and it gives them a chance. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, like, it, like now everybody knows her and everybody loves her and she deserves that. And that, that probably never would have happened if it wasn't for the show. Absolutely. I just think she's the cutest thing. I think she she's is. so, I think it's such her, shtick too is like she sounds a, like a pedophile personality i love her voice I do too. Yeah, she's amazing you know jan does a really good high impersonation i saw her on like, oh my god yes really the, do you know uh, any of the girls the end of the day that the one. end of the day <laughs> fuck you fuck you <laughs> I'm a worry about Heidi <laughs> end of the day <laughs> um, um, did I know any of the girls I knew Gigi Good a little bit like we had met once or twice before mm-hmm. um, I knew Jada Jada Essence Hall 
Oh, I fucking, she's so pretty. She's so pretty. And then I met Nikki doll once in LA like years ago, but I forgot until she posted a picture of the two of us. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> isn't that fun? <laughs> Hi friend. Hi girl. Yeah. I forgot. So yeah, I like, I don't really know a lot of them, which I like, mm-hmm. you gotta just watch it and kind of form your opinions. What's it like now watching it, be, doing the entire experience and seeing the girls go through it now? Like, what's that like? Ugh, like stressful. Well, well, I haven't watched, I haven't watched the season yet. I'm waiting until the end. Like, binge. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I've obviously seen bits and pieces online. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, you kind of get a little bit of P- PTSD. Um, <laughs> like that weird feeling in your gut of like, yeah, like <laughs> It's like seeing an ex-boyfriend out in public. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. So there's definitely been a bit, a bit of that, but I've enjoyed it overall. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, that's, I mean, I, so I love hearing about it because we could go all fucking night about it. <laughs> um, but now we're going to move on to a little section that we call my Q and gay <laughs> with Mike, Mike and, and Trey. Trey. <laughs> We never get it right. It's never going to be right. So these are like stupid, silly questions. You can take them as seriously as you want to. Um, Or don't. I don't care. It's your life, not mine. Just stare at us. Don't don't say anything. (laughs) Just don't answer. (laughs) Um, Okay. So they're all, so we kind of ask them to every guest. They're just stupid. Okay. Um, Let's start with a, I'm going to do a fuck, Mary kill. Okay. First. And it's girls from Nashville that have been on Drag Race. Okay. So we have Fuck Mary Kill, Jaden Dior Fierce, mm-hmm. Cameron Michaels, mm-hmm. or The Princess. Oh, that's tough. Because I love the <laughs> Okay. I'm going to. I don't know. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to fuck the princess because I feel like she'd be a good one night stand. Totally. (laughs) I'm going to marry Jaden and I guess I have to kill Dane. (laughs) (laughs) Dane's my friend, but I also Uh, don't have Jaden. You know what? It's gone through my head. We're going to have to kill Cameron, unfortunately. Cameron, I'm sorry. I love you. I just feel like Jaden would be really like really funny once in a while. So just want to marry yeah. her and like let that stick around. <laughs> okay. What is a toy that you wanted as a child that you never got? Oh, like any Barbie. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. You weren't allowed Barbies? No. No, the boy and boys didn't play with Barbie. That's... I got G.I. Joe's. They were similar. (laughs) (laughs) I had a Pocahontas Barbie that her hair changed colors when she got wet. (laughs) So my favorite princess. I fucking carried her around everywhere. I loved her. And then I had the Cocoam doll and he had long hair too. And that's all I really cared about was the hair. (laughs) (laughs) Will we? (laughs) We're not going to marry Cocoam. Um, what's a makeup product that you could never live without? Um, purple eyeshadow. 
Ooh. Any uh, specific brand? Yeah, the Alyssa Edwards palette from Anastasia Beverly Hills. Oh, oh. why is that palette so pretty? So good. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you were going to cast a movie of your life, who would you cast as young you and old you? Oh, um, like young me, like am I young right now? or is it You can be young right now and then... <laughs> You it's can, up to you uh, what you, you can, want young and old you to be. Um, Gracefully slide into middle age. <laughs> Cody Fern. I think. Oh. Right. Yeah. And then older me. Um, oh, the guy, um, he was uh, um, Lucius Malfoy, whoever that actor. Oh. Mike would know that. I don't know who that is. Uh, I can't think of his name. <laughs> Princess brought him up, actually, as someone she would fuck. Timothy Chalamet? No, that's not Timothy Chalamet. Um, I don't know. We'll Google it. Um, uh, Oscar Isaac? <laughs> no. <laughs> Andrew um, Scott? Michael Scott from The Office. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Steve Carell could definitely. Jason Isaacs. Yeah, Jason. Isaacs. Uh, yeah, Jason Isaacs. Yeah. Okay, I see that. Totally. Mm-hmm. Do you All have right. any more, Tracy? Because I have one more. I have one more as well. All right, let's okay, go. you go. I have seven percent battery life left on my laptop. Oh, perfect. Wrapping it up. <laughs> Would you rather have a child made of pee or have to pee out a child? <laughs> the sheer look of terror on your face like, like a child made of pee like it like it's like alive and functions yeah it's yeah. like a bag of pee that calls you mom <laughs> I'll, I'll pee out a child okay yeah. let's just get it over with yeah. <laughs> I again I'm gonna stick with my, my little piss bitch <laughs> Someone answered, like, I'll have a child made of pee and then pop the bag and I'll be yeah. done with it. <laughs> oh, that's true. I might do that. <laughs> I just feel like the pain from peeing out a child would yeah, be the worst. I would also, I don't even I think that's going to be possible. Um, okay. I have a w- one more would you rather. Would you rather have more time or more money? More time, like, as in what? A longer life. Well, I don't know how long my life is already. Well, right, exactly. This would be like an infinite amount of time or an infinite amount of money. Oh, more money. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. I don't want to be a thousand and eight years old and not even leave fingerprints. Who wants to do that? That sounds awful. Yeah, that's (laughs) (laughs) okay. I think that wraps it up for us. Thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Yes. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, where can people find you um, on ins- or social media? And then do, do you have any digital shows or anything coming up? I don't have any digital shows. Um, Your I- OnlyFans? No. <laughs> I have nothing. I just feel too weird about it. Oh, totally. I just don't feel comfortable like dancing in my living room through a screen. I That's did fair. it the other day. It is so awkward and yeah. uncomfortable. 
But I will do. I'll do it again for money for sure. I did. I, I had to do some cameos the other day, so I was in drag and I went on live and I like lip sync a Lana Del Rey song just because I was bored. I was, after I was like, that was so uncomfortable. I never. <laughs> Never it's again. so weird going from like an audience of applause, like or booze in my case, but <laughs> but then going to where my dog is like walking in circles around me, like what the fuck are you doing, bitch? <laughs> like it's so weird. <laughs> I know, like, if I come up with like a really cool idea of a cool number, I would like to do that. I will, but like right now, I'm like mm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm just gonna just gonna chill here and eat these cookies. Yeah, Everything's okay. great. <laughs> I, you can find me on Instagram at bheights, B-H-Y-T-E-S, and on Twitter at bheights1. Awesome. Well, cool beans. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, Do you have a TikTok? You should get a TikTok. No, I'm 34 years old. I have no business. Girl, no, I am almost 31. You'd be surprised. You just swipe through it, and I'm, I'm almost to the point where it's time. What? I spent... Now China owns all of your information. Oh, totally. Well, I'm fine with that. What didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I, I I got I actually got one and then I forgot the password and I couldn't figure out how to get back in and I was like, <laughs> Oh well, I'm fine. Like I just yeah. I, like it, it just doesn't feel natural to me. Some people are really good at it and like looks like like proper them doing it. Me, I'm like. Mm. Oh, the amount of people that shouldn't be making TikToks outweighs the people that should make the TikToks. It's, yeah, it's fucking absurd. Old lady. Yeah, oh, me too. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one for the kids, and then maybe one day I'll hop on there and do something. I just, I feel, it just feels wrong. I love okay. it. I love it. <laughs> well, Brooklyn, I adore you. I love you. Thank you so much. Mike, yes, thank you for coming on. You? Uh, at Mr. Mike Gill on Instagram and everything else. Tracy. <laughs> I'm at Tracy Otomy on all the things, including Cash Especially App. Especially Venmo. Venmo, <laughs> Venmo definitely. <laughs> <laughs> These are hard times, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, y'all have a great night. And thank, thank you, you again, Brooklyn. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Remember, kiss, kiss, kiss. And bye bye. And bye bye. <laughs> One zero zero. zero.